Welcome to the podcast, everybody. This is Pastor Lisa McIntosh, also known as Lady Z, coming to you all the way from the Midwest. So I want to give out a shout out to everybody on every coast, every nation, every tongue, wherever you are. Welcome, welcome to the podcast. I am super excited and blessed on today and thankful. <clears throat> the Bible says, man, I always give thanks for this is the will of God concerning us. So I just want to just, you know, uh, start off with some prayer as always. And then we're going to go into our segment. How about that? Does that sound pretty good? So let's go ahead and we're going to go ahead and get started. Amen. Heavenly Father, most gracious God, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, thine is the power, and thine is the glory forever and ever. In Jesus' name, amen and bless God. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. As I was, you know, pondering today um, what God and I were going to talk about today, what God was going to talk to you about, rather, was he said, I want to talk to the people today about a finished product. A finished product. And as we were talking about, God was communing with me, I thought about something that God had given me uh, several years ago, several years ago, regarding a cue ball. He said, I want you to look up the word cue ball. He said, and what's his purpose? The purpose of the cue ball. I said, okay. Well, we know the purpose of a cue ball is the ball that is struck into the other balls to disperse the balls into the pocket, right? We know there's a penalty, those who know how to play pool, those who are and got the skills. I don't know. Everybody may not have those kind of skills. I'm still working on them myself. Hello. But anyway, those particular skills, um, the ball, the white ball, for those who um, know about shooting pool, read up on it. Well, what happens with the white ball when it hits the balls and disperse them, it goes into the pockets. And whichever one goes in first, rather it's a solid ball or rather it's a striped ball, determines which ones that you're gonna, which ones that you're gonna be most dominant uh, for you to try to suit into the pockets. Okay. So if you get striped balls, if you hit a striped ball in first, if you're against another opponent, those are the balls that you're trying to uh, get into the pocket. Are the striped balls? If you if it's solid balls, you're trying to get solid. Okay. Well. In the action play, if the cue ball, right, if the cue ball, if you're hitting a solid or a striped ball, whichever one you had elected to pick, then if you hit the cue ball in with the striped or solid ball, if it goes in the pocket as well, guess what? There's a penalty to that, right? That's called a scratch. That means your time, your turn is now over. It's time for your opponent to go and proceed to try to win. Why did I mention that about the cue ball? Because it really doesn't, the cue ball, as far as the gameplay, doesn't have that much to do with as far as the finished product. So the Lord said, well, now I want you to look and see how a cue ball is made. I didn't know this, 
beknownst to me, I, I don't know if I'm saying that word right. I hear people say it. It sounds cool. But I didn't know this, is that a cue ball has several layers to it. That's why it can spin. Uh, it can do a lot of different things depending on the skill of the person, right? But that ball has several, several layers to it. From the outside, you see the finished product of it. You see the finish. You see it's shiny. Um, rather, you go to billiards, you see it. It's just, it's just so shiny, it's, and it's hard, and it's solid, and it does what it's accomplished to do. Amen? But one of the things about it is that pool ball also has several layers to it. The cue ball. So what the Lord said, look at the diagram of it. So when I, op I looked at the diagram, according to Webster, I believe it was Webster or one of the um, other sites, and when you see a cue ball and it's split in half, it, had these, it has thick, thick, thick layers, it has thin layers, and then finally you get to the core. You get to the core. And that's where the core is what makes the ball spin, it makes the ball move. It's not the actual whole total uh, cue ball in itself. Stay with me. Okay. So what the Lord is saying to us, those who know him, those who may not know him, is that it's not a finished product. You're not a finished product yet, but he's work. He said, all things work together for the good of them who love the Lord and those who are called according to his purpose. Amen. A lot of times when God gives us a calling, we run a rush out and, um, start putting our hands to do everything here left and right but it takes time it's a process because we have god has several layers of things in your life that may need to be purged off not pruned some is purged off some is pruned off some is burned off some is bent off but some are forged off so a lot of times what happens when god begins to start that process if we're not careful at understanding that this is the will of God, oftentimes we'll say this is the devil. Not everything is the devil. Not every situation is the devil. Can he cause havoc? Can he reap destruction because he comes to kill, steal, and destroy? Of course, that's his MO. That's what he did. That's why God, we know the story of God kicking him out of heaven because he tried to be better than God, tried to be bigger than God, tried to be bolder than God. So there was not any room for him in heaven. So we know he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Because just like um, um, my neighbor said um, yesterday, day before yesterday, he can't go back. The devil wished he could go back. He can't go back because of his folly, because of his destruction, and because of his disobedience. And... Oftentimes, that's what the enemy tries to do, even with us, is try to get us to keep ourselves separated from God. And we tell ourselves even sometimes, well, if uh, God loves me, why would I go through this? Why do I have to go through that? Why am I being uh, under attack or this, that, and the other? Remember this, that this is the honest God truth. He will never leave us nor forsake us. God knows the time frame, listen, that the enemy has to vacate. Now, we got to, like I said, we have to be careful. We have to know what is the devil and his tech, 
and his source and way of uh, his uh, way, his sources and what he's trying to do to try to obliterate our our life. And then we also have to know when this is God, because when you have destiny, one of the things that God had been dealing with me about is this, is that when a person has destiny, God does not want to release you into your purpose, into your calling, prematurity, without some of these things being forged off you, burned off you. Because if you, I heard Priscilla Shire say this the other day, she said, because if you get there too fast, you will crash and burn. You really will. It's one thing, amen, seeing the vision. It's one thing seeing uh, your your name maybe in lights or being renowned or uh, having enough money and uh, being physically well and your children all doing well. That's the vision because he said, without a vision, my people perish. So God will start you off with a vision. Amen. And because he wants to start you off with a vision that you'll continue to pursue that vision. Once God, watch this, once God lodged that vision on the inside of you, it's not going anywhere. You as a believer or you who are seeking God, you're going to continue to press toward that vision. It's, it's not very many people who have had a vision, had an experience with God, and decide, you know what, I think I'm going to go the other way. I think serving the devil was better. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. What happens, though, with a, a, a lot of times what people don't understand is uh, the Apostle Paul said it best. We press toward the mark of the higher calling, which is in Christ Jesus. We know that, listen, that these are our temporary tabernacles that we dwell in. We also know that these, this is not our permanent home. Hello, somebody. We're not here to stay. All right? We're not here to stay. Um, but while you're here, there's so many blessings and so many opportunities here um, for, for your joy, for your peace, for restoration, for reconciliation, for you with your family members, for healing in your body and for healing in others' bodies. Because Jesus Christ shed his blood for us that we may have the life and more abundantly. What is that life? I don't want to just listen. See, for for so long we've heard um uh the terminologies of Zoe life and uh, uh the great life, but the thing about it is what we have to understand is that Jesus watched this paid the price. He paid the price with much much suffering and much agony, mind, everything. Jesus went through all of the things that we here on earth went through. He did that so we would have a better life down here on earth by following his commandments while we're down here on earth. One of the things that gets us in a bunch of trouble is when we start kicking against the pricks of what God is saying and what God is doing. But if God is trying to take something away from us, and um, that means that he's getting ready to replace it with something else. But we, there's a struggle in our flesh sometimes because the flesh, the old nature, doesn't want to give it up. Amen? Because it rather it's done it for so long, it sometimes fights against the spirit. But God, who is God who created us, he knows what's best for us. And the excuse me, and what we need to do as far as um, 
getting better and getting whole. We don't just watch this. In this earth, while I'm down here in this earth, I just don't want to be better. We should not just want to be better and settle for, oh, I'm better. No, we want to be better and we want to be made whole. Say that with me. I want to be better and I want to be made whole. Jesus Christ wants us better and he wants us to be made whole. God the Father is banking on us because he gave a part of himself, which is the Holy Spirit. Okay, The Holy Spirit, watch this, leads us and guides us into all truth. It, listen, when you when you get into the word, okay, and the word gets into you, understand this, <clears throat> excuse me, that God is not like a man. He's he's not a man, okay? He sent his son Jesus in the form of a man, okay? But we know that Jesus died on the cross and he sits on the right hand of the Father. But he sent us what from heaven a comforter. Well, which that comforter, the comforter is just not for us, but Jesus, Jesus, help, help, help. The comforter also is in us to lead us and to guide us into all truth. So when you get that negative report, the Holy Spirit leads us and guides us into all truth. When it looks like you're heading to the divorce courts, uh, uh, God leads us, his Holy Spirit leads us and guides us in all truth. When they say, you know what? You're never going to be able to come back to work. This job is closing. God leads us and guides us, watch this, into all truth. So that means that he guides us to the better opportunities. Sometimes God will lead us and guide us to better opportunities. Amen? Lead us and guide us to better opportunities. Yes, Lord. He will lead us and guide us to better opportunities. The thing about it is, are you willing to sacrifice that by allowing God to make you that finished product. And, 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 and understand this. It's okay. I heard somebody say it's okay not to be okay. Joyce Meyer said that. The thing about it is continue to press, even if you're not okay, if you're not feeling okay. The reason why I say that is because oh, God made us a light. We're a light in this darkness, okay? We're a city upon a hill that cannot be hid. Meaning that when you and I go out, the brilliancy of Christ in us, not us. Okay, hello. The brilliancy of Christ that's in us um, shines out. Okay? And so when we shine outwardly, and we, because this light is coming from inside out, not from outside in. So when that light from inside out goes out, then it accomplishes what it would do. Rather than you uh, going, uh, uh, sometimes I'll go to, um, uh, to the, uh, get something to eat. And the Holy Spirit just, he said, after the Holy Ghost has come upon me, I shall receive power. I could maybe be a little bit tired, but the Holy Spirit will quicken me. And I'll just start talking to him because I love people. And that's the truth. He said he calls pastors after his own heart. So I love people. I'm, I'm, I, I don't pastor as much now. I'm an evangelist. But evangelism, they go out. I love to be out. Uh, I like being at home. I like my apartment, but I love to be out. It's something that God has made me and quickened me to do is to evangelize, to be out. The light outside, not light inside. Amen. So back to the cue ball. Okay. So the cue ball, watch this. 
If you open it up, it has several layers before it gets to the core, the core that makes everything work, okay? So what God has to do is he has to uh, make a, take a refiner's soap and a fuller soap, a scrub brush, brush, and scrub off some things that will not let that light shine. Some things that will hold you into bondage for your days of your life if you don't allow God to get to it. You can't, uh, you want, because the closer, watch this, the closer that it gets down, watch this, the closer that it gets down to that ball, okay, the, the core of the ball, the rougher it feels, amen? And sometimes it just feels that way, uh, the scrubbing, the, the, the shaking, the pulling, the extending. It's just like God said about in Jeremiah 30, I believe 33, about the uh, uh, being on the potter's wheel. Being on the potter's wheel is, is best for us, amen? It's not always as comfortable because God, when we're on that potter's wheel and, or, or with that cue ball, he's dealing with us about these fleshly things that is, may cause you, uh, uh, um, as may be a cause or a stumbling block to your um, destiny. You don't want that. You don't, you want the, the uh, Habakkuk talks about the vision is for a, um, Lord help me Jesus. The vision is for an appointed time. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it shall not tarry, it will not lie. Okay, meaning that it's gonna to come to pass. And we have to be in position that whatever way that God says, watch this, whatever way, yes Lord, that God says to do it, let him do it. Let him go ahead, take off the layers of pain of your life. Let him take it off. Let him take off the abuse. Let him take off the, the migraines. Let him talk, take off the, the sorrow. Let him take off the pain. Let him take off the, 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 the things from your past, the, the, uh, 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 the insecurity. Let him take off the fear. Let him take off the rejection. Let him take it off that you can really be shine as pure gold. And listen, and watch this. Uh, uh, we, we, uh, uh, I heard... Pastor T.D. Jakes saying, you know what? I think it was T.D. Jakes. said, let's quit giving all these props to the devil. No, actually, it wasn't T.D. Jakes. It was my neighbor. <laughs> he said, and maybe T.D. Jakes said it as well. But he said, you know, the devil can't win. He said, Miss Lisa, when will people ever get to the point to understand that the devil can't win? He can't win. Because, you know, once we give our spirit to the Lord, give our soul to the Lord, he can't win. He can't come and take that back. The only way that the devil can take your soul back is if you just say, you know what? I uh, here it is, devil. I, you know, um, I want to serve you. This is it. No, but once you've been, hey God, once you've been touched by God, hello, once you've been touched by God, you always are going to be hungry for that. No matter what. I don't care, and I mean, I've been through some serious things in my life, but I will never give up on God because God never gives up on me. He never gives up on me. One of the times that I want to quit, the perils that come, though, though the, tall weeds, uh, the seas are tossed in anger and bitterness and strife and contention on every side, I never give up because I know that my God 
Hallelujah. I know that he loves me unconditionally. This kind of love, amen, is not the type of love that you can get from a man. You can't get it from a woman. You can't get it from family. This is spirit to spirit. And I thank God because I am allowing him. Am I saying, listen, listen, everybody. Am I saying that it's been smooth sailing? No, but it's it's getting smoother and smoother because God is at the core. So this he's God, so he's polishing me up now. Amen. He's polished me up. He's giving me the things that affected me on yesterday don't affect me today. Hallelujah. He he's get I got the I got the ready quivers. I got the quivers in my hand to shoot back at that was trying to shoot back at me. So if the if the devil's trying to send fiery darts your way, you need to send a quiver back his way. And you need to put your shield up. Amen. And I I am being so honest about this. And whatever you do, keep God first. Seek ye first, even for your company. Hallelujah. In this season and now in this time, you know. I'm seeking God for the right company. Amen. I've known people for years, been in my life for years. I haven't heard from a lot of them. Amen. And that doesn't mean that we are not friends anymore, but I'm asking for God for the right company in the right season. Amen. Some of us need to ask for the right company in the right season. Let God get down there, peel those layers off. Don't hide those layers from God because he's in them anyway. Don't hide those alts from God. Don't hide that pain from God. Don't hide that, those, those sickness from God. Don't hide the fear from God. Don't hide the family issues from God. Um, uh, many people that I'm even talking to even right now have been told, you know what? This is our family thing. Nothing goes outside the house. Well, sometimes some things need to go outside the house so the right things can come in the house. Amen. Some things need to get out of the house. That's because the enemy is just going uh, and uh, adding on to those layers. When God is trying to pull them off and purge them off you, the devil is trying to add more layers onto your life. Amen. But when God gets down and you become, a dis- or the Bible talks about vessels of honor and dishonor. And when God, listen, when God, yes, Lord, glory to God. Jesus, yes, Lord. Glory to God. And when when God gets ready to bless you, amen, he ready to bless you and ready to purge you, shine you up. Don't, listen, don't worry about how it's feeling, how it's looking. You just keep going with what God showed you in your vision. You keep moving and you're pressing in. You're pressing in and letting the devil know, devil, this this ain't what God said about me. This ain't what God showed me. I'm not going out like that. I had to tell him the other day, no, devil, I ain't going out like that. No, sir. <laughs> nah, absolutely not. And we press in. Amen? And so, with that being said, let God get to the layers of it. Because I, I, I used to hear people say, well, you know, you're almost there. And now I see it. Pressing through the storm. Everything, watch this, is not Satan. Sometimes the opposition seems like it. And sometimes it is, so you got to know that. But sometimes it's God, it's God rooting you on because God knows I can root her on. I can root him on. He and she are not going to quit. I don't care what. They're going to always come back to me. They're going to always seek me. When they don't understand, 
They're going to let me corral them in my love. I've done it so many, have to do it so many times. And I thank God for that. And God wants that for you. If you do not listen, know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Why do I say, why people say personal Lord and Savior? Because sometimes you can come up knowing the Lord or hearing about the Lord through your grandmother, your uncles, your pastors, or whatever. But when you know the Lord as your personal Lord and Savior, and when he calls you out by his spirit with his small, still voice, that's him saying, listen, I come unto me, you who are heavy laden, I want to give you rest. I want to give you rest for what? For your souls, for your mind, because I have a calling and a purpose on your life. Allow me, don't resist the change and the, 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 the um, cutting off of the ragged edges so I can get to something that's smooth. It gets smoother and smoother. The things, listen, y'all, I believe that some situations in my life, I probably could have came out sooner if I hadn't brought up the resistance to it or felt like I have to help God in it. Amen. Now today, just smooth sailing. Amen. So I pray for you today. I thank you for each and every person who is on here. Share the broadcast. Jesus Christ, he loves you. I don't care if you're wherever you at, whatever country. And I thank God, Lord, I thank God for each and every com uh, country representing themselves. By you coming onto this uh, broad, a podcast, you're representing your country. And you're introducing, God will use you to introduce them to the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. If you're the one standing in the gap today for your family, you're the mother who is at home. Rather, you're the single mother or rather you're a mother that's a busy soccer mom. You're representing Christ in your home. Well, you say, well, wait a minute. What about the fellas? Well, you could be an at-home dad too. Or you, could, you can be a, just a worker. You could be a single person. This is your time because God is calling you through this uh, podcast. And with that being said, it's just as simple as this. To know and say, you know what, God? I'm through with me. I'm through with... Um, trying to walk in my own purpose. I want to walk in your destiny. I want to be a finished product. I want you, when I come before the throne of grace, I want you to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. And I want you to say, God, enter in. I want you to tell me, enter in into, and enter into my rest. And not only that, you guys, and this is what I say on my broadcast, now my podcast, I want you to know that the favor of God is on your life. The favor of God is on my life. I've had so much favor with God and still favor, favor, favor. The thing about favor and blessings in God, and we all have come to this crossroad in our life. I heard a man of God talk about, he said, are you grateful? He said, when was the last time that you walked in your house and said, Lord, I thank you for this. I thank you for my TVs. I thank you for... I, I thank God. I got an Xbox. Yes, I do. I got an Xbox in my um, living room. And I got and I hook up my Wi-Fi through it. And I watch all kinds of programs. Because my kids told me all about this. And um, I also, amen, I have um, a t uh, in, my, uh, uh, in my other room, my bedroom. I got a TV. I got all these different things. These are material things that God blessed me with. All the things in my home, God blessed me with. Why? Was I so great? No. 
It's only because God's grace and his unmerited favor. But I had to understand as a joint heirs with Christ, I am highly favored. We're not supposed to be um, paupers and have nothing, but be grateful for the something that you have. Amen. So with that being said, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, just invite the Lord into your heart by just simply saying, Lord, forgive me of my sins. I ask you, Lord, to come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. I thank you now for that, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. So if you did that and you meant it in your heart, you are welcome right now into the kingdom of God. There's you, you bypass hell. Hallelujah. You bypass hell and you're in heaven. You know, I say heaven. Am I in heaven right now? Listen, you're a spiritual man. You have the Christ DNA now. So once you leave this body, absent from the body, present with the Lord. Amen. We go right up to heaven. Amen. But watch this. It's, God is like, it's just not about that. I want to be your Lord down here in earth. Heaven and in earth. Heaven and in earth. We listen to him. We study our word. Amen. We get into a good Bible-believing church with power. You have to have power. Amen. So with that being said, thankful to God. for he, Oh, God, I thank you. He leaves the throne. He said, hey, he'll leave the 99 to come and get you. And that's what he did. Be encouraged. Pray for your nation. Pray for your country. Start prayer groups. It's awesome to start prayer groups. Prayer group with prayer. Lay hands on the sick. Cast out devils in his name. Amen. And most of all, beloved of God, this is Pastor Lisa McIntosh also known as Lady Z, saying, you are victorious and you are a victor. In what? Jesus' name. I love you. Till next time, God bless. Amen. Bless God.